When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Nice to be met. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. In fact, I put out three new interviews every single week, new ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can do so at all the usual spots, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, or YouTube for the video versions. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I get to talk with Ronnie Dunn, one half of country music duo, legendary duo. Let's put the legendary in there, Brooks and Dunn. Ronnie's got a brand new album called 100 Proof Neon. It's an album that finds uh, found finds him kind of, kind of looking back to the sounds and themes of his late 80s, early 90s classics. Uh, he's going to tell us about searching for that uh, ultimate union of Merle Haggard meets Mick Jagger. That's what he says. Uh, the concepts of neon and whiskey that hold the songs together and recording The Blade after uh, Ashley Monroe had made a hit out of that one. Uh, Ronnie Dunn's also going to be discussing the collaborations on the LP, his publishing company, and his photography. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Let's do this. Talking about 100 Proof Neon, it's Kyle Meredith with Ronnie Dunn. Holy cow, that was a mouthful, man. Were you reading that? Or are you just are you, are you already conditioned just being in this business so long that you can pull it off like that intro? All the first parts right here, but the, the last part that's true. That's uh that's that's all real. So <laughs> much appreciated. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, you got a a brand new solo album called A Hundred Proof Neon. Uh that that has been said, you know, it's said in the, the press release. Uh, you know, I don't know how you'd like to word this, but this finds you sort of reaching back for a sound, you know, some of that 80s and 90s vibe. If that's actually the case, what did you want to go for and, and why? Well, I, a, a few songs came came to like along early on and set set the tone, like a Broken Neon Hearts, which was the first song we kind of we put out. And the honky tonk town came behind that. And then from there the momentum. And I've been wanting to do this kind of record forever forever you know it's just so much fun to sit down and 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 do it on your on your own without that you know record label conference room whatever meeting you kind of have to have <laughs> even willie did it <laughs> uh, so funny people go no yeah you're willing you, you got to pick whatever you want to there was a no he did not in the day you know but this one was just it's it's just purely the vibe and stuff that that, that i grew up playing coming through the clubs in Oklahoma and Texas. You know, I would sneak out of college. I went to a, you know, one of those religious colleges out in West Texas that's very conservative. Uh, and you weren't allowed to go out and, and even, you know, go to clubs and, and things like that. So we would sneak out and book these small towns outside of Abilene 
uh, and do the VFWs and play for the door. You play there for like two or three weeks and suddenly maybe you might get enough gas to come home. Right. But what it taught me from, from the ground up, I mean, it's it just, it's its own university uh, is that, you, you know, you have to get people to dance. You have to have, a, allow them to have a good time. And if you can get them up to dance, uh, you know, whether, you know, it's the cowboy that doesn't dance or whatever. I mean, we, it was a test tube for us on stage. We're seeing it all. We're seeing people do the craziest things, you know? but the majority of it was, was really based around the cultural dancing in, in that, that part of the country you know, the two step, you know, the uh, waltzes, uh, shuffles, all that. Uh, and, uh, and they all had something to say. It's kind of a combination to me. My fantasy was going to a club with a great country band that, that kind of gave you that Rolling Stones feeling and just trying to find a way to cross that, that. And so the, you know, a lot of the initial stuff that, uh, that we did and a lot of oh, later on stuff that we did with Brooks and Dunn was, was searching for that, that union of Merle Haggard meets, you know, Mick Jagger. <laughs> that's a good little union right now. That's, that's served you well. I've, uh, I, I heard you say that in another interview that uh, the bartenders only cared if the crowd danced and drank. Yeah. It, it didn't matter if you were, if you were a good band or, or not. It's like he, who uh, at the end of the night uh, was, was responsible for, for, the, for the largest beer tab as a band would uh, get, get hired back. Yeah. So, so that then that uh, like, directly or automatically directs you as to what song you're writing as to what song you're looking for in your collaborations uh, from, from that point on no it just heavily influences it i don't i don't know that it necessarily you know consciously dictates it but it's you know uh, well here's here's something that's funny subconscious did not it was not aware of it totally unprofessional uh i i finished the record and uh i bring it home for my wife janine to hear the roughs and she goes, every song on there has neon in it. She goes, where are you going to get over that? She goes, Come on, people aren't going to listen to that stuff from here on out. It used to be like every every song had dancing in it or something. Like but I, I just I, I sit there and, I, and she was right. And of course, I bucked her. You know, I was like, ah, it's just what I want to do. And uh, uh, you know, she was correct about it. So I thought about it long and hard, and I, I found a, a cheap cheap way out. I said, I tell you what, I'll do. I'll own it. I'll just call it a hundred proof neon and it is what it is. <laughs> well, there, there is, there's a, there's a bit of bingo that you can do on this. Neon is in almost every song, uh, whiskey, jukeboxes, yeah. bars. I think every song, but maybe the blade, if I have that right, yeah. mentions, yep. if not all of those, at least one or two of those, <laughs> like it becomes a concept album in a way. Do you look at it like that? Uh, well, you know, I try to, I try to get away from the, you know, the obvious pickup thing, which you're going to get grief on anyway. But, uh, you know, and, and like, gosh, I leave, I leave, I just jump right over cold beer and go right to whiskey. So I don't you know. There's that makes it much edgier <laughs> thinking back. Uh, so I don't know what was the question. <laughs> Just talking about you, you know, you do you do have a well. I was I guess I was asking like if you come to think of it sort of in a concept album that way because because you do yeah. have such consistency with certain uh, subjects words. Yeah, there's there's a there's a thread of that, and that that was conscious. You're right. Uh, like you know the idea of bringing back you know twin fiddles uh, and, and 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 incorporating them into the sound. And uh, of course, I've always had my favorite guitar player in the world is Brent Mason and he's just he, he's just a 
Telecaster, you know, string bending, you know, hopping, you know, Hall of Famer. Just unbelievable. So I get him in there, Gary Morris on steel, who plays in the band, but he's a, he's a, a West Coast guy, but lives, lives in Nashville, but uh, has, has played with us for, for years. And uh, you get the right guys in there, cast that band, and bang, bingo, you know, we're right back in the bars. There's a lot of West Coast guys now living in Nashville. The uh, the great uh, the great flood uh, from from LA. Have you noticed that that's um, uh, like had its own influence on, on the town and the scene these days? Well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Joy Moore came down from from Canada to produce stuff with with Big Loud, and. Uh, uh, I mean, his, his reference to, to music was, was not country. He'll tell you flat out. And, uh, he's doing a, a record right now with Jake Worthington, who's on the, the song honky tonk town, a, a new kid from Texas, Houston. But, uh, and his guy's like, sounds like lefty Frizzell. I mean, for real, it is crazy. And, uh, it's just a, you know, good old country boy when he's not welding and hauling cattle somewhere, he's out playing in a beer joint in Texas. He's got a record deal. Here he comes. Well, it does. Um, this this album, regardless of the subjects, it's interesting that it sort of comes after two records of looking back in different ways with the Brooks and Dunn record and and how you repurpose those songs with your covers record, which I absolutely loved, by the way. That's some great stuff on there. Do you find that it's um and and using kind of the purpose that we're talking about with this one as you are looking back to those days? Do you find it's a time of reflection uh, in your writing and and in your work? Yeah, well, the rock thing I've I've been wanting to do forever, and I didn't think. I mean, literally, I would have been happy had it just stayed here you know, here at the house. So I could put it on in the car or whatever, drive, do what, whatever. But I, I I love the way the band came out again. That's that's a, those are country musicians playing that stuff, and they they pulled it off in a lot of a lot of cases. But uh, a lot of my, like my earlier stuff, like playing around with a solo deal, and I, I'm not sure they mean playing around with it. It's just B and D gets the you know, they get the, the, the nod, obviously, but uh, it was just it, it just getting the chance to sit down and do what I love. You know, I like I like to do. It's kind of get it out of get it out of me. You know, I can remember sitting in a, a an A and R meeting in a in an official, you know, a round table deal with, a, with record label executives, and they they were they were well, you know, it was, it was but just going, I can't can't do this anymore, y'all can't do it can't do it you know i can't be told i can't do song that's just because there's something you know sounds country about the fiddle i'm just gonna go do my own deal and then let's see what happens well look what happened here we are <laughs> here we are <laughs> here, we, yeah. here we are podcasting <laughs> no it's it's it doesn't look like it's been a bad road on the on that side of things for you right right well, it's here. fun it's fun Real yeah fun. yeah Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them 
work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, and further on in this record, too, I mean, um, you know, I mentioned the Blade a minute ago. That's yeah. such a beautiful, beautifully written uh, song um, right there. Yeah. Where, what, what's the story with that one? That's a once in a lifetime right there. Yeah, you know, I, I really do think that, that songs like that come along. You know, we're talking about with like the dance, uh, that, that quality stuff. Uh, I hope you dance. But it was pitched to me uh, a couple of years ago and pitched to Ashton Monroe on the same day. So, I mean, I, I heard it and said, Ooh, let's, let's nail it, you know, nail it down. And someone said, well, Ashley got it first and she's actually going to make it the uh, title of her album. And and I know and love Ashley. So that's you know, good, you know, her have fun. But anyway, it's her, her record has been out long enough to where if anything, it'll just draw, draw attention to it. I, li- I go back to the days when one said like earlier that you know, people like, 
Tammy Wynette, you know, Christopherson, Cash, Willie, they would all, if there was a good song that came along, every, you know, everyone would honor that song. You could, you could record it for whatever reason. And then I don't know why that stopped. I'm sure it's different label economics revenue involved. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Trends. I mean, it is yeah, new, generation. yeah. new generations yeah. don't treat it, the, the archives the same way, you know, it's, you know, yeah, but I don't, I don't know why, you know, just right. Where it is. Well, you get a song like that. And, and, and I started thinking about, you know, if I don't know if you're ever on your quest for like, you know, the perfect heartbreak songs, even, you know, stuff like that. But I, I liked what you said in another interview too. You said, you know, that uh, I think someone had, uh, hero mentor i don't know but they had said to you no matter how sad it is you have to leave a ray of hope yes yes that was our our, our, our first uh, producer don cook and, and, and good friend uh when i first came to town i'd never co-written and uh we were in the i don't know first or second section with he and kicks and i uh he said you know of course everything you want to do when you you think in country at that point was write a sad song they're easier to write they really are uh, but Don goes, I'll tell you some advice right now, whether you take it or not, I'll offer it. Uh, if you can leave a ray of hope and uh, positivity at the end of the tunnel, it always helps. You know, and it's kind of, it's kind of a way to, to get the message in that you, you're heartbroken, but you're going to get you, you're going to make your way out of it. Yeah. You know, you're an optimist. You're an optimistic, heartbroken guy. I get it. It's quite different than like the uh the the, the late 50s and early 60s when you'd have the like the car wreck songs like last kiss that uh oh yeah you know it's like nope they're dead <laughs> <laughs> i can remember sitting in the back seat of my parents car we were driving somewhere in new mexico the desert stared out the window and like that but we were out on a date on saturday and went killed in the car wreck dude yeah <laughs> there were so many of those too that speaking of trends that was that's an interesting trend like we're all gonna write you know, you're going to die in a car, a motorcycle wreck or something, but you're going to die in this song. That's it. That exactly. It's like, what in the hell did that, geez, part of that one. <laughs> um, you, you mentioned some collabs on here and I want to bring them up real quick. Uh, Parker McCollum, Jake Worthington. Uh, what, what's, what's the significance of teaming up with, uh, with these fellas? No, they, 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 it's just, it's voice, their voices. Jake sounds like uh, uh, Lefty Frizzell. Flat dust, and, and he's uh, he's working on a record with uh, Big Cloud Records right now, with uh, Joy Moy producing it. He's it's going to be interesting to see how, how it comes out. But he is a hard, hardcore country uh, singer. And it's like when he's not, I don't know when he's not singing and stuff. I think he's hauling cattle from Lubbock to Amarillo or uh, <laughs> chasing tumbleweeds somewhere. <laughs> but he's a really a character and, and a great great guy. You know, Parker. Uh, again, just listen to voices. You know, he's he has uh, he has a, a a real Texas thing. I mean, he he could be a, a, a you know an old school country singer any day, uh, at any time. But uh, you know, Parker walks in. He looks like he's just walked out of you know GQ in a T-shirt or playing baseball somewhere, and, and uh, uh, pulls up in a, a hot black and white Corvette. You know. Comes upstairs and he goes, "What you got? What are we doing?" So I said, "I wrote this song." I said, "You're a Texan. I'm a Texan." Wrote this song called uh, uh, "Road to Abilene," and uh, it's about it's actually about me leaving uh, Abilene to, to go chase the the, the the music thing. 
and uh, uh, he, he jumped in there and did a great job. Maybe better than me. It kind of makes me mad. Uh, I'll bring his voice down in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> about that you know you've been doing um uh, you know if we could hear more about because you got um uh perfect pitch publishing speaking of voices yeah and, and, and talking about the you know this these younger guys like what are you doing with that and, and what does that mean to the community and, well i don't know i mean i'm gonna i keep it small i want it down to four or five max riders you know so and i i uh i have a, a big uh big place uh downtown it's not not far from music row but not on music row and uh, it's actually an old converted warehouse. And I can walk in the door and, and hear you know, somebody over here writing country songs. I hear somebody over here writing, you know, rock LA sound and stuff. And uh, I just, I, I get inspired by them. They're all, you know, young, you know, in their early 20s uh, for the most part, other than, than Tom. And he's, you know, but uh, it's, it's just, it's fun. And, and you feed off that creativity you know and and it kind of hurts my feelings that they're not really asking me for a lot of advice yet <laughs> and what i do you can kind of tell them like tell them they're going okay thank you you can leave now <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun it's fun we get together and laugh and listen to everybody's songs and just shred them and they, you know it's fun fun to do it well and and creativity you got a lot of that going on too i read a little bit yeah. about the uh, the lensman project yeah that's total fun. That's total, you know, a hobby. But but I'm I'm surrounded by some some really good, you know, seasoned photographers that go, hey, turn your camera on, <laughs> take the lens. Was that was that always part of you, or is that something you just picked up, uh, you know, more recently? You know, I, I I I've been doing it for a long time. I had a house in Santa Fe for years, and I would I would step outside and set my camera up and shoot sunsets that just went under a different every day. Unreal, unbelievable. Just to kind of, and that gave me a feel, a general, you know, one-on-one feel for the camera. And then I started studying it, you know, reading and uh, uh, chasing around. Then uh, a buddy uh, that had been a 20-plus year veteran at, at Sports Illustrated moved back to town. And uh, he was just wanting to get out and do some stuff, you know, more fun and independent away from, from assignment stuff. So we started traveling all over the place. We went to Ecuador. Uh, gosh, we, we sailed into... Uh, to Cuba uh, when Obama opened it up and uh, I've been all over the world. I mean, Alaska and a few other places, several, a lot of other places actually. And uh, he's uh, just kind of mentored me all around the, along the way. Well, how, how cool. What just a hobby, where, where a hobby will take you, you know? If you yeah. Guys. Right. Right. We just get like everything else. We get carried away with it. Next thing you know, we're, we're you know, Galapagos on the ground, shooting a lizard in the face it's incredible and, and actually incredible that you find a time to do it i mean look at all this you know you've been i don't know how are you balancing the tour like the brooks and dunn tour and the solo stuff like like how's that working out for the rest of the year for you well i don't know we're talking about that strategy right now just just before you and i talked uh, we, we're, we're still trying to hand it out how to how that i can go out and justifiably uh promote this record hunter proof neon and uh, and uh, do the, since the, we we did a live album with Brooks and Dunn that we're finishing up right now in the tour. So got to keep keep all that you know hopefully uh, running in sync and not not watering down the other stuff. You know I don't know I don't know how it's gonna work. Well, the fact that you've even got these options, you know, thirty forty years into a career, that just goes yeah. to show 
like yeah. what this music does and 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 what the music means for everybody else you know so well, that's great to hear and you know i'm lucky i feel so lucky i do I truly do to be here at this point and, you know golly you know just playing dress up going out and singing <laughs> please keep singing and uh keep writing these songs uh because uh 100 proof neon it is it's so much fun to listen to uh i can drink to it i can dance to it and that's uh that's doing all the tricks right there there you go hit bang boom going to the bank <laughs> i can cry to it too that's that's the important part that, as well. that'll even that'll even that'll even get me money I, there you go it's all good <laughs> uh ronnie thanks so much for taking the time uh this was such an honor and a pleasure uh to talk about this today i really appreciate it thanks kyle thanks for your time man. good to talk to you my thanks to ronnie dunn the new album is called 100 proof neon thanks to you Again, for checking out the episode, the series, uh, do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Again, you get three episodes every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, or YouTube for the video versions. Anywhere you get your podcast from, subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.